Okay, hi everyone. We've got a great episode tonight with uh, two members of our firm, one of whom is here for the first time. Maria, yes, welcome. Hi. Thank you. Yay, finally. Finally, yes. I've been with the firm for a while, but haven't had the chance to be uh, on the podcast. Joe she fin- has a very busy practice. Joe finally caught up to you <laughs> and <laughs> asked that you be on it. And of course, we've had UV Hello, many times. Hi. So interesting, interesting episode tonight. For those of you who follow hockey, the case really doesn't need much introduction. It involves the... Uh, Five hockey players that are now NHL players have been charged with sexual assault. For those of you who don't follow hockey, like myself, because I do other things other than watch hockey, um, this case involves uh, five members of Canada's 2018 World Junior Hockey Team who are alleged to have sexually assaulted a woman in a hotel room in London, Ontario after a Hockey Canada gala. Uh, for those of you who have been following it, uh, you're probably aware they've been charged. They surrendered to London police. They've had their first court appearance, and uh, the case will now unfold. Just briefly, because Maria's going to get into this more than uh, I am in terms of details, this alleged attack uh, took place uh, early morning hours and a gala that uh, f- was taking place um, following their big win. Um, they were honored for winning the gold medal, and... Um, you know, it was party time. So what happened, um, according to the complainant in this case, um, on that evening she went to a bar in downtown London where she met some members of uh, the junior hockey team. Uh, They were at a pub, they were celebrating, and uh, she, um, you know, connected with one of the players, slowly became intoxicated, uh, but and at one point left with one of those players. Both of them went back uh, to a hotel, uh, and they engaged in sexual activity. Consensual. Consensual. Thank (laughs) you for that footnote. Um, So up to that point, everything was cool. Everything was okay. They met up. They hooked up. They went to a hotel. Then things changed, took a turn. Um, She claims uh, that uh, the player she started out with then invited his teammates into the room without her knowledge, and for the next several hours, she was allegedly sexually assaulted uh, by uh, the team. Well, not the whole team, but eight members. Eight, eight, eight in members, total. Eight in total. And, uh, allegedly. Uh, I know you like to say <laughs> that. But only five were charged. Maria, over to you. What happened after that? Right. This has so, so many twists and turns before they even get to criminal court. Mm. Right. So she... Um, the complainant went to file the report with police. The police have not done long after, right? A few days. Right, pretty shortly after. Yeah. Then the police have done investigation. They decided that there's no um, grounds here for uh, to arrest any of the players for sexual assault, and they closed the case. Right. Now, in 2022, the complainant civilly sued uh, Hockey Canada for $3.5 million, mm-hmm. and this was quietly settled. As most of these cases often are. And we're gonna talk about a fund yes. for sexual assault cases later on. So this was settled, but the media found out about it, and there was a huge public outcry, and the investigation was reopened, even though I think they're not really admitting that that's why it reopened, because of the public outcry. But to me, it sounds like that's that's why they reopened the case in 2022. Uh, have done more investigation. That's what they're claiming. 
Um, I think they're saying additional witnesses were interviewed, they found more evidence, and they charged five hockey players. Um, but there are a lot of open-ended questions here, like we don't know what was the amount that it was settled for. We don't know why it was settled. What exactly happened? We don't know. Those are questions that have not been released to the public not yet, yet we but we know. Well, this, this is one of the uh, uh, issues that the public had or has, is that apparently Canada Hockey has a fund for uh, sexual assault suitcases, civil cases. Not just, you know, any criminal cases or just, you know, general Specifically fun. for sexual Specifically assault. Specifically sexual <laughs> assaults. Just sexual assaults. I don't think it has that label, though. That's what it says, okay. but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Um, it gets worse, though, because the funds for these settlements, yeah, there have been several. From? I think there's probably been... I think over time there's been 18 or more settlements of these types of cases. The money is apparently from registration fees that are paid into Hockey Canada's fund for parents paying for their kids to belong, something along those lines, right? Right. So it's coming from uh, the registration fees. Parents right. are paying for it, and nobody was aware that no. there's this fund, that the money is going into this wow. fund, and you know there's payments made out of this fund. So, and I think I've read that the sponsors are like were freezing their contributions. They were outraged about it. They I mean, were, and then subsequently, I think they reinstated some, some of them. Some. Well, there's money involved, so right. yeah. some did. Uh, so there's that layer. Right. Um, Talk a bit, a bit. We've heard there's been some evidence that's trickled out with respect to the allegations. Right. So there's um, a footage which was shown to reporters by lawyers representing some of the players. And apparently it shows the complainant in the hotel room and a male voice can be heard saying, are you okay? Mm -hmm. And she says, I'm okay with that. Um, and then there's a video uh, where the complainant is covering herself with the towel. Mm -hmm. And then she says, are you recording me? Okay, good. It was all consensual. You're so paranoid, paranoid, holy. I enjoyed it. It was fine. It was all consensual. I am sober. That's why I can't do this. Can't do this right now. And there was also text messages mm -hmm. uh, between the complainant and the player that she initially the initial guy met with, at the yeah. bar. Right. And she said that. Um, in the messages, she's saying that her mother spoke to her right. and her mother called police against her wishes. So she didn't even call the police. Right. It's her mother. Okay. So apparently somehow the mother found out that she was having you know, sexual stuff, you know, sexual stuff, sexual activities with player players and reported to police. And the player wrote, you said you were having fun. And she wrote, I was really drunk, didn't feel good about it after at all after, but I'm not trying to get anyone in trouble, she replied. I was okay with going home with you. It was everyone else afterwards that I wasn't expecting. I just felt like I was being made fun of and taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. How many times have we seen that before in our cases? As I hear her speak, I feel like all the layers that you yes. as defense counsel are going to peel when it actually goes to trial. Start peeling. Well, we do like, you know, there is a lot of cases where the complainant is drinking, you know, having a good time. There's a sexual intercourse. And then, you know, the next day 
regrets, um, I'm not happy I've done it. Talks to the parents. Yeah, talks to sometimes Somebody, girlfriends, friends, yeah. yeah, friends, parents, and um, and I think even anyway, no, maybe not in this case, but in a lot of our cases, the friends are also very encouraging to report. You know, they're all saying, or right. even if it was not sexual assault, other people may convince you that it would be, or that they were sexually assaulted. I feel sure. like some cases are for sure I've feel like they're really sure. telling you you were wrong. This was, yeah. it sounds like you were sexually assaulted. Yeah. Right. That's happened. I've had those cases. Typically parents, young women. Uh, what happened to you shouldn't have happened. I'm calling the police. Regardless. I've had that with friends who are, oh, really? you know, yeah, they're, they're all into social media, you know, uh, Me Too movement. And they're all like, you know, no, no, you drank alcohol. That's it. You couldn't have consented, right? There's yeah, that I think there's the too. lack of knowledge that just because you drink alcohol means that you're, you're incapable of consenting. Right. No, that's, that's not what the law is. Of course. You, you can still have the capacity to consent depending on how much you've consumed. Right. So just talk about some of the layers you're seeing here. I don't know. I, I'm very interested to know. Like, you know, um, after speaking with the mother and the mother called the police, like, how did the mother find out? Like, what does she say? Like, what was the circumstances in which, you know, it was disclosed to the mother that, hey, I was involved in a situation like this? Um, you know, the, the video, which I believe she's claiming that she was directed or she was intimidated to saying certain things on the video. And I think the question about the video is that was she saying it after um, she was having sexual activities with different players or, you know, was it after just the first one? Like, we don't have the timeline sort of to yeah. place the video as well. Not yet, right? Yeah. There are a lot of gaps in the case. That's that's the issue. With the, with, you do not have enough information just yet to make, you know, a very convincing argument that, no, 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 this is what happened. Half of, we don't even know half of the stuff. That's the problem. But yeah, I mean, you would speculate. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to know, like, you know, what were the circumstances in which this was disclosed to the mother? Why was it followed up with... Um, you know, the message that she sent to the individual, right. the first, uh, whoever she was having the consensual sex with. I don't know. There are just a lot of questions. Make me want to scratch my head. <laughs> right, right. Well, I think she says uh, in, in one of the civil filings uh, that she uh, made that um, she says that this document that she filed with the uh, court on the civil side, that indicate the document indicates she later told the police she was not aware the first clip was recorded. Yeah. With the second video, she mm -hmm. said she felt she had to say she was fine because she was stuck in a room with these guys. So there's a level of, at least in her mind, that she felt somehow intimidated into that. But if, I mean, if she wasn't aware the first clip was recording, that would mean that... What would she that wasn't mean? Intimidated? I'm sorry, everyone. Maybe. <laughs> Is it Hollywood calling just because you're appearing on the podcast? It's the clients. It's always. Oh, okay. There. Thank you, Maria. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, so st go ahead. Go ahead. You look like you're going to say something. No, I was just going to say that uh, also Hockey Canada hired. Um, a criminal law firm criminal law firm to conduct a separate investigation which the investigation was done they uh, they have a report but they cannot share the findings because uh, there's an appeal one of the parties um, appealed 
the decision in the report and we were just discussing it whether it could have been the complainant or whether she wouldn't be considered a party and then would There's would it be of, one of the accused yeah, yeah. We, we, it's still the beginning There's so many question now. marks here generally speaking though what you Evie, the impact of the c civil settlement relevant of course it's relevant okay so how would you use a civil settlement well, it kind of it comes down to the motive to fabricate. As a defense lawyer, I don't have to put a motive forward. It's right. it's not something I have to do. But that's just me. I like to put a motive if I see that there is a motive. At least I would like to speculate. Like, okay, fine, there was a civil lawsuit. What did you get? How much did you get? Was it? I I, I don't know what is the reason of why you know this criminal case is proceeding forward now when things. That's were also an interesting question, though, right? Yeah. It was it was closed. Right by the right, police. By police, so there was obviously some investigation done. Right. Uh, did they see the you know those videos? They spoke to the players. We don't know, right? But somehow they decided to close it, and then it was reopened to what I think was a public outcry. That well, that's the reason they opened the investigation. Public outcry and the fact that she settled this civilly and now she's like, okay, guys, obviously they didn't want to take this to trial. This set this settled for a reason. Hello. I don't know no? if because just because they settled, you can say that there was something there. I'm not sure you can draw that conclusion. No. Maybe they wanted to keep it quiet. You cannot draw that conclusion, no. but I think you would at least speculate, right? You would you at least want to. You sure. want to know, like you want to read. I don't know. That's just me. I, I think I <laughs> scratch around and wonder, like, is there a link in between things? Of course. I'm sorry. The average person, when they see sex assault, a sex assault claim involving eight potential, you know, defendants gets settled. Yes, things sometimes get settled for financial reasons, but there's some element of we don't want to litigate this in the media. Yeah, I guess I know too much about civil law that I know a lot of the cases settle. But here's the thing: I do want to, I, I do want to say there. this. You, you have to be careful here now because just because something settled does not mean it's that not there, an is, there is guilt, not admission right? of guilt. Of you're still presumed innocent, and just because there's a settlement doesn't mean that you know the guys did it of course of course because that's something that has to be proven beyond a reasonable as doubt. maria said different so, reasons for settling cases right. and also there's a lot of like um uh, media surrounding this, this yeah very this much incident. so it's hockey so, canada they're yeah. nhl players right so there's going to be a lot of media and, and even if there's nothing to all of this like would you think that just because there is so much media attention to it that they would want to like hush hush things down before you know it just um you know you mean hockey canada yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe I, you know. I, like, I think that's very much a motive to settle. Of course. They have so. a whole fund for it. I was going to say, it's not a he says, she says case. It's a he says, they say case. So <laughs> I'm just she saying. <laughs> they might have different stories. They might. So we don't know that yet. But how would we start our defense in this type of case? Pretend they're not hockey players. Pretend they're. Disclosure. Give me my disclosure. Okay. <laughs> I need to know. I need to get the complainant statement. I need to know what the issues are. Well, what about the unknown questions? Like, why did you s not prosecute this further? Obviously, we'd want disclosure of, okay, what's triggered this? What additional evidence have you now accumulated that you didn't have then, right? Well, their defense counsel would be privy to the additional evidence. At some as point, As part yeah. of the disclosure. But yeah, so interestingly, um, one of the articles mentioned that one police officer was knowledge of the case um, they're not naming who it is, said that one of the reasons the investigation has taken so long is that a senior Crown attorney who had been slated to handle the prosecution left the job in the summer. 
Uh, and then a new crown had to be brought up to speed. That just sounds like people Excuses. throwing sand in the air. So what if one crown left? No, we don't know. Th that, I, I mean, I don't know, but I, I, that's what I thought when I was reading this. This yeah, whole, so, you know, yeah. case closed, the investigation started, the delay. Right. Yeah. I think they're just trying to justify their delay. Okay, attacking the credibility of the complainant. You love doing this part. <laughs> Where would you, you know, go in this type of case? Not to interrupt, but I'm also You can interrupt. You yeah. just did. <laughs> no, you, you should. Go you ahead. Should. This is... I'm thinking, like, I'm wondering if this case is going to go the route of she just, she wasn't consenting. She's saying, right, she was intimidated by them. Because at first I thought that she's going to be going the route that uh, I was too intoxicated. Right. And I didn't. Uh, there was no capacity to right. consent, doesn't right? Sound like but that. doesn't sound like this no. anymore, right? Maybe, maybe it's still gonna come into play that she was also. Maybe, but you know, to be fair to her, eight hockey players would be kind of intimidating under the circumstances, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's potentially. Yeah. yeah. If it happened, sure. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, I always Alleg say allegedly. I know you do. You so should get that tattooed somewhere. <laughs> There's allegedly. a mug. Yeah, allegedly. We have a mug. Maybe we can bring yeah, it. Yeah, bring the uh, mug next time. No, next but I can episode, see if, if a, a situation like this can be very intimidating for sure. Of course, sure. of course. But I don't know. I mean, unless or not until I actually, I would like to see the video, for example. I, I would like which to see one? The the, one both the videos saying, in which there is yeah. this conversation taking place. I, I would like to see that. Right. And you can tell maybe a little bit more uh, looking at the video, whether she was, you know, looking not sober or what this what was the environment like what what, what how how lit was the room how okay. stop joe loves doing that he does that <laughs> yes. go so, slow go is that no no i'm not telling her to go <laughs> slow i wouldn't do that so tell us what your disclosure request letter would look like i would start want to start. see i would want first of all i want the complainant statement i okay. i want to see if she can identify each and every individual who was in the room um, I want to see... Sorry, but we know that it's eight players, but only five were charged. So there's already an issue with right. identity of all the players. I want to know why the other three were not identified. Is it, right. a, is it an issue of memory? Because if it is an issue uh, of that's memory... That's lower down in your letter. Go start, start So start we'll the start with the complainant <laughs> statement. Vanilla basic request. We'll we'll take all the you know officers' notes and whatever. And there might be a couple here, right? Well, I was gonna say there may be more than one statement. The right. 2018 and the one now. And right. you and and then you compare them, right, to see of like course. if there's any. I, I know I'm like. Inconsistencies, etc. Yeah, inconsistencies like, for sure. Yeah. Okay, keep going through your paragraphs. The videos, both of them. The text messages. That's important. Um, any surveillance videos from the bar? The hotel. The, the hotel. hotel. Yeah. Surveillance hotel. Videos. You know, yeah, you want to see you have in the lobby how in she the... entered the hotel. What was her... How was she while she was leaving? Exactly. But here's a question. Would there be any videos from the hotel or the bar? Because if they didn't request it back in 2018, there's a well, small chance they would keep it up until 2022. But I'm guessing it probably does exist because maybe that's one of the reasons they didn't charge because they observed the CCTV videos from you know the hotel. She she looked like she was walking normally as she entered. She left normally. So that they, it might exist. Maybe. And actually... You still have to ask for it. 
when I request surveillance videos uh, in, disclo in disclosure, um, I, I want to send the disclosure really fast because a lot yeah. of places retain surveillance. 24 hours or 24 less. hours, yeah. uh, a week, right. a month. And um, it, there's a good chance it's going to erase really soon. So I wanted to send the disclosure. Unfortunately, by the time, you know, it gets to... Uh, you know the crown, the disclosure clerk, the crown attorney, the uh, officer in charge. Right. By the it's time they go cycle, to get yeah. it, yeah. there's okay. no. And I have the case like that actually. By the time they went to even like start looking into that, the surveillance was gone. Okay, so do you ever write a letter to the holder of that record or the recording saying, <laughs> "Why are you laughing already? Wait till I'm done." Yeah. Do you ever? Write, I know where you're going. Go ahead. Do you ever write a letter to the hotel, for example, saying, "Please be advised, I represent." Well, you don't have to say who. Uh, please retain. Uh, please retain any video footage you may have. Yes. Uh, Good but in the case I am thinking of, I actually received the file from another lawyer who didn't request a surveillance, and. Well, that's why they came to you and left the, the other. The case lawyer. was like a year old, so by the time I started moving in that direction, the surveillance is gone. But you know. And I know that resources for police are limited, but you know, I was speaking to the crown attorney and saying it would have been like the the client have, mentioned yeah, surveillance video maybe like five to ten times. Right. It would have been nice if they went and secured it. Yeah, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Continue with your letter. But here's the question: just because she looks uh, like she's walking normal. Yeah, I know it doesn't. Doesn't mean she's consenting, but it could right. mean that she is not very intoxicated. That's too. That's, That's important. Okay, uh, next. Are we doing the cheers? Not yet. Oh, okay, sorry. You real, but you can have a sip if you yeah. want. That's there's no rules, mm -hmm. oh, no wine rules. I just thought we're gonna all together now. Oh, no, at the end probably. But so continue, continue with the your disclosure request letter. But you have I don't to sip. know. Maybe sip. maybe give me some input in this. I'm I'm interested. I want to know what the mother has to say. It's your say. Uh, I I don't know what she what information well, she has. Well, if the mother. Was there, there may be a nine one one recording of the That's mother's calling the police, well. so there would definitely be some sort of recording of uh, her calling the police. So we may be well, able to get that. Well, they're saying that when they reopened the investigation, there's like more witnesses that they interviewed. So there's apparently more. All it's the witness not, statements. It's not just the complainant; it's other witnesses. It's very important. Okay, let me throw this at you. You'll love this. So Hockey Canada conducted its own investigation, yeah, yeah. which they're refusing to release until the conclusion of the criminal case. Do either of you two smell a third-party records application? Sure. But Explain gotta... what that means. Third-party records application is basically... You don't you... have to talk like you're a teacher now. They get, <laughs> they get it. They're, they're good. <laughs> well, we don't know that, so so let well, me let me break some, this down. Break it down. Whenever We're... I come on the show, I break things uh, you, down. <laughs> you just love breaking <laughs> things. So third-party records application is if you want, want to get information or any kind of evidence that you wish to use uh, in a trial, especially sex assault. And if it's in possession of a third party, not necessarily the police. So let's say you want psychiatrist records, you want CAS records, you want medical records, which has not been disclosed to you. You got to bring a separate application, which is called the third party application. And you got to explain what you want, why is it relevant and, and take it from there. Because yeah, it could be a gold mine. What happens if Hockey Canada has cleared them right. and the one person appealing is the complainant, they're finding. So there could be great stuff in there. Yeah. And, and whatever, you know, was spoken, you know, during that, I, I want to know, like, you know, the settlement. I want to see what was, uh, 
filed in the civ- in civil court i want that those of documents course. i want to yeah. know what was what's the agreed statement of fact there okay so we'll get to this in a minute i'm still in your initial disclosure request of the crown then we're going to go outside that scope so and what just else? not to forget we can also talk about the um um all the uh motions we have to bring to introduce those videos, right? The text mm. messages, the videos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This but is also st- not just, no, you know. No, 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 but we're still yeah. on the disclosure letter. I want to know if one of the accused or any of the accused made a statement. I don't know that, so I want to know. Right. So, you know, I, I'll throw that in there. Right. I don't want, I want to know if somebody's and throwing the other person under the bus. sometimes they make those statements, unfortunately. <laughs> regardless of what we tell them. Yes. Okay, so we've sent out our two or three page disclosure request to the Crown. Mm-hmm. Some Crowns received it and are scratching their heads and saying, oh great, Newberger and Partners, here we go. <laughs> Prepare for battle. Okay, that aside, we'll let that simmer. What are we doing with these external potential sources of information. What are we doing? So we have potential third party. So we're requesting Hockey Canada, give us your stuff. They're going to refuse and say privilege, etc. Who else are we approaching? Either ourselves or with our trusted private investigator. I mean, you can even ask yeah. them from the Crown Attorney because, you know, sometimes you never know. Sometimes. Sometimes. Or sometimes you're told that you got to bring the application. Majority of the times. Majority of the times. But you know what? (laughs) I have been provided here and there uh, information that I would consider third-party records. To be honest, so have I. So So have I. I do agree. Yeah, you can ask for it. No, no, no. It's in the letter she wrote. It doesn't hurt to ask. I'm just saying, irrespective of that letter that's now sitting somewhere, uh, we're still going to ask Hockey Canada directly. Who else are we going to ask for stuff? The hotel for any CCTV. The bar. The bar. Well, you can contact the civil lawyer. Of course. We can get any filings that have been filed, filed in, in the civil, civil court. court. 100%, yeah. It's a public record. Maybe, unless I don't know if there's any ability to seal this kind of stuff. Because don't forget to her. Maybe. Maybe. Here's the thing. I've had different experience, like I mentioned last time. It was... Even if something's filed in civil court or family court, this is a sex assault we're talking right. about. Right, it could be sealed. Could be, yeah. She she can have privacy interests, right. and you cannot just be like, "Aha, I got this, and I'm going to use it to impeach the credibility." I mean, you still got to bring in your applications. Fair enough. So, yeah. Keep going. You haven't stopped digging, as far as I'm concerned. Well, based on what I have right now. No, you haven't checked out her social media yet. Oh, yes. We're going there. Okay. I'll go everywhere. You're going there. Okay. But stop, because we don't know her name. I wonder if her her actual name will be disclosed in the criminal disclosure, I would assume. Yes. Right. For the the defense. defense For the defense. Not everybody. Right. So as soon as we got that name, where do we run? Well, sometimes we actually, uh, depending on the Facebook. Facebook. TikTok. <laughs> Facebook for 18-year-olds. She, she was probably how old at the time? The hockey Instagram. players. Instagram. TikTok. We actually don't know her age. No. We know their age. They have to be, what, 18, 19? They're young guys. Right. But we don't know her age at all. Well, we know that she's not a minor because if had they, had she been a minor, they've not charged. He wouldn't. They wouldn't be charged with sex assault. It would be sexual interference as well. Right, right. So right. we, we kind of have a sense of her age. Uh, we don't, I mean, we don't know whether she's infinity. a peer or a cougar. Who knows? We don't know how this went down, but right, whatever. Right. Let, let's. So we have a name. What are we going to do with that name? Well, I was going to say that um, depending on the case, sometimes we hire even a private investigator to do like a proper social media 
um, you know, investigation. Like we can do it on our own, but ah, you'd be tempted to do it on your own as soon as you had that name. <laughs> Admit it. As soon as I have that name, I'd be googling the hell out of that. But go ahead, yeah. We uh, properly. On I some know. cases, we'll hire a private investigator. Well, in a case like this, we certainly would. And it's not just the social media background they do. They dig up some other things that are helpful. Sometimes they interview witnesses for us. So many cases I had where uh, police would just interview the complainant, lay the charges, boom. And then there's most other, of our cases. Then will be there will yeah. be other people who right. like some would be present even during the alleged uh, crimes. And others would just, you know, also be relevant witnesses. None of them are interviewed. And my guess is, that my guess is, there was probably more than eight hockey players in the pub celebrating that night. Yeah. Well, right. and we don't know how many they interviewed right. and right. who okay. wanted to provide a statement. We don't know any of that. Okay. So social media. Any other sources? Well, apart well, any witnesses that are available, obviously. Yeah. I mean, we also don't know if. Um, phones or any electronic devices of the hockey players were seized you know um, that's true yeah we can we request know. for that because there, weren't there some search warrants that were like granted they i don't know what was for if it was for that's right um for their cell phones or devices i don't know but like if yeah if, if they've been seized hell yeah 911 calls what we call soco photos which is any injuries uh, of, on the complainant any medical records yeah, yeah. When when it comes to sex assault, there's sexual assault kit. DNA report. If one was done forensics. Yeah. So does everyone understand now how hard we have to work on these cases? Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. That Depending has on to... the type of case, you, right. you you really craft your disclosure request accordingly, and you wonder like, what is available? What can you get? What'll help you? Right, right. And then, and then last part, because we're getting close to the finish line here, is. Uh, your own client. What are you going to ask the hockey player for? Well, I want any and all communication if you have with the complainant for sure. Photos. Photos taking, text messages, and chronology, right? Like, right. you need to tell us in what detail happened. what happened, you know. Any witnesses you think are helpful, everything. We want all the information, and then we can decide what's relevant and one. Because sometimes the clients think that something is not relevant. Right. It could be. And it is. Okay, thank you, ladies. Thank Very you, informative. Maria. Thank you, Maria. I have the case. <laughs> she has a case that she's been done. Okay. But I don't Tell, know if we just, have time. It's okay. You've been asking about this case for the past. Okay, share the case just briefly. We yes, we always have time. It'll be. It'll turn into a special edition. It's, it's, well, you said that the case is not that interesting. It's if, to you. It clearly <laughs> is. So, please share the case. I'm gonna uh, quote a lot of different. No, I'm joking. I know you are. No, no, I will not. I know you. It's gonna be a bit boring. This is R versus I C. And this is two men. What were, level of court? Are, where are we? This is a Situate court of appeal, us. Ontario okay. Court of okay. Appeal. So this is the highest court of Ontario. Okay. okay. We have Ontario Court of Justice, Superior Court, Ontario, highest, <laughs> highest court in Ontario. I feel like I'm being saluted, but thanks. Go ahead. <laughs> so there's two accused. Right. Uh, charged with sexual assault, and they go into a nightclub. Uh, one of the uh, co-accused, he knows the complainant, and they start uh, getting it on. Then they go to the car, another friend joins. 
So there's two of them and the complainant. What I find interesting is that, and that's why I brought it up here uh, during this Hockey Canada uh, podcast, is that the complainant uh, was recorded here, giving a consent. In the so, car? Yeah. So they video recording her giving a consent, saying that this is all consensual. And there's also other photographs of recordings. So they're also sort of trying to document, I guess, that this is all consensual, or, uh, that this is all consensual. It's getting weird, but okay. <laughs> but the next day she wakes up, she says she doesn't remember anything. Right. Um, she goes and uh, she speaks to some friends and then she goes and reports to police. Mm -hmm. And this is an appeal. So at the trial, there's a, a number of issues. Uh, the one that I find the most interesting is that um, the fact that the complainant didn't remember anything and that she was trying to you know find out and piece together what happened they the judge says it's okay um to take it as one of the evidence that she was uh, too intoxicated to consent one of the inferences one of right. the inferences that she was too intoxicated to consent uh, because she doesn't remember anything and she gets convicted. He gets convicted. Sorry, they, they, the two get convicted. The two accused. Freudian slip, I know. <laughs> the two accused get convicted, and uh, the court of appeal says um, it's all fine, and conviction stands. Onwards to the Supreme Court of Canada, hopefully. Okay, thank you. Is it good to feel good to get that case out? Okay. Yeah, there's more details. <laughs> I know, but you just needed but that. But I, I guess people can look up the citation. Max will have the site. Hey, yes. you don't, you don't, give, you don't give the full citation. I'm sorry. That's true. So <laughs> you just said glasses. I see. Ready? Oh yes, the gloss clicking. Where's the pillow? Oh, you guys aren't doing the pillow though. Don't forget the pillow. Cheers. Thank you. Click, Thank you. click, 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 click. Yeah, because these are plastic glasses. We find it safer. <laughs> glass of things get okay seeing as you're appearing first time Where's you get the pillow? right here ready okay do you know the phrase um please like comment subscribe and share it's right here see mm -hmm. she's come um, prepared <laughs> a little bit more enthusiasm. a little bit yeah you gotta, oh, okay you gotta, this is exciting stuff yes. you guys watch us no you gotta read like there's you a guys script like, right in front of you comment like, subscribe no, and share but no you said no see the first line don't forget. Right. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. She did better than me. I asked for donation the first time I read it. I oh, said, yeah, that's right. donate. Donate. <laughs> donate. <laughs> Thank you. That was great, guys. Thank you, everyone.